I'm Christy. And I'm Karen. And you're listening to The, the Modern, Modern Principle. Principle. We're two school leaders who support current and future principles to modernize the approach to supporting students and staff in our schools. We strive to do it all through our approach of scholars, the research and evidence, systems, the structures that sustain, and soul, the emotions and human side. And hopefully we do it with a whole lot of laughs. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Christy. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the pod slash vlog, everyone. You guys, we had planned to start recording an hour and a half ago. Yep, but I I just don't think that our average listener understands the amount of technology problems that we encounter. Accurate. Plus, we had some dirty glasses that we had to deal with. Yep, and got them all cleaned up, and now we're ready. This is great witty banter. <laughs> right on time? Really interesting topics. What's new with you? That's such a... Bad question for me. Nothing Why? is ever new. Your kid started school. Awesome. Kids started school. Going well. What about you? Your kid hasn't started school. No. We went to meet the teacher night. That was a battle of clothing. <laughs> My child has an aversion to hard pants. Yes, yes. AKA anything that aren't umbros style. <laughs> So, I thought that was going to go away, but I have a full-on adolescent, and it hasn't yet. Hard so, pants. Um, I wore hard pants all day! Yeah. Um, I did talk to my kids, and I said, this year, like, you are going to match. Ooh. Like, you're going to have matching clothes. And what was the Like, consensus? I said, I said that is not One too of your much children, to ask. That's One fine. of my children, Yeah. She will insist that they match. One will not. Um, what? But I'm like, here, you choose the shirt, I'll choose the shorts, or vice versa. Um, and then we also have a lot of shoe. She's like, I just need one pair of tennis shoes. That's it. I just want one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but that doesn't match everything you wear. If they're white, they do. Peer Driven PD is the partner for all school administrators looking to plan authentic and relevant professional learning for their staff this school year. These video professional development sessions feature current education practitioners sharing best practices, on-demand videos that give you and your teachers autonomy, and options for singleton teachers like art, music, and other electives. Reach out to Mike at PeerDrivenPD.com and he'll set you up with a modern principal discount. Don't wait to see how Peer Driven PD can fit into your year-long professional development plan to help lead your staff to collective efficacy. The compromise we have made is I allowed my child to buy Crocs, and she allowed me to buy her one pair of white tennis shoes. Compromise. That is compromise. And we put the Skechers that are light up back on the shelf. Oh, that's all we want is Skechers that have lights. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's been what's going on in my world. In other news, my daughter and I um, have bonded over superhero movies now. I don't like them. <laughs> but, yeah, but you're bonding. But we're bonding over them because my husband made me start to watch them. K Karen's um, husband and daughter stayed home together all summer while she was working. And they and, have cultivated their interest into one. And so now Karen's and entire... my are over here. Yeah. <laughs> and Karen's whole life now revolves around WWE and superheroes. Yep. <laughs> but we have now watched two movies together. And she sits right next to me. And, like, strokes my arm so I know we're, like, friends. Like, it's bonding. But it is a movie you, in fact, hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I find myself, like, getting into them now. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what happens after end? What's Endgame going to be? I got into Does WWE. Iron Man die? I don't, I don't know. know. I got into WWE in middle school because I thought it would be, like, a good interest to attract male suitors. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
That's the patriarchy of WWE for you. <laughs> Anyways. It did its job. <laughs> That's why you got married. Max loved you because of WWE. This was middle school. Okay. Okay. Okay, we shall not talk about middle school loves. All right, that's a topic for another. That's pod. a whole. That's a whole another Woody banter. <laughs> so this week's scenario. Oh, we done. We're jumping we're done. right in. God, this was rough Woody banter. We were stretching, trying to find something halfway interesting to talk about. I don't think we did it. I don't <laughs> think we reached. It wasn't even the halfway point. Okay, so this week's scenario says. I'm the principal in a building that has a long history of teachers being, quote-unquote, in charge of the building and not in a healthy, shared leadership way. They often bring me opinions of how I should or should have handled decisions regarding behavior, parents, curriculum, initiatives, and other leadership actions. How do I get my staff to stay in their lane from Ooh. driving in Des Moines? Ha! Good get one. it? You get it? I got it. Because, like, when you drive, you stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clever. 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 So I, I've never had this happen where a staff member shared an opinion that was <laughs> no, that, that wasn't in line with mine. No, I still don't have it now. I bet. Uh-uh. Super in my, in HR. my current role. No, everyone just loves every decision I make always. Always. Um, so I will tell you my first gut reaction when hearing that was a little bit like, um, I wonder what her perspective or his or their, whoever wrote that perspective is on those opinions. Like it feels mm-hmm. like it's a very us versus them yeah. vibe. That was kind of my thought was first things first from the soul side, you've got to reframe your annoyance uh-huh. because I, I do remember feeling defensive in the beginning of people sharing opinions about things that I had decided or done and you've got to reframe that annoyance and I reframed it too. Okay, my staff feels safe enough yep. to share their opinion with True. me. I have worked in buildings where that wouldn't be the case, right? Everybody was just kind of hunkered down, never shared. But also just did their own thing and wasn't honest. Right. Which so is not what you want. That's not what you want. So no. first things first, reframe and be glad and feel grateful that you have created a safe enough environment that staff is actually sharing with you. Yep. Number one. Agreed. I think so too. And I also think um, that you're at a really good point where you can use these opinions for the greater good. Like we just now have to figure out how to harness harness the opinions in a right in a way that's productive. Because if you wanted a staff of yes people, um, that's not going to work in education. No, that's and, not how we reach or our goals. in in the world, right? Right in the world. So I think on a system side of things. And I think both of us did this really well, is the idea of like your teams and your committees and really thinking about what structures you have in place for shared leadership to plan proactively with a team of people that represents your building. Um, And then also utilizing that team for feedback that you're getting. Right. It might also be a really good time to go back to some norms. And Mm -hmm. I am not one that like lives and breathes and like norms are the solution, but I but I do think if you use them and keep them at the forefront, um, that like w- we agree to have healthy discourse, professional mm-hmm. discourse at this point. But once a decision is made, we move on. Right. Um, something like that might be a healthy thing to address with your team about like it also is important, I think, to start labeling things of like this is your outlet to have a voice. This task force is your voice. Yep. However, sometimes I make decisions that don't get to have input, yep. and that's what this decision is. This is a decision I'm telling, not sharing. Right. And so I think you have to start like kind of labeling those things for people so they know 
you can have an opinion about this decision. It will not change. Or this is where I want you to give your input now before yeah. we make a decision. I remember too, especially before I had the chance, like early on in the principalship, before having the chance to truly establish your teams or a task force um, uh -huh. and having to make decisions um, particularly around safety and board policy um, that were very unpopular. Yeah. Um, but it, it was just like, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not breaking board policy and I'm not putting anyone's safety at risk. Um, and so those were just kind of sorry, not sorry type of things, but I said it nicer, hopefully. Well, of course, and you also, like, that is the why. Like, we have policy that governs what we do. Yeah. It's not up for discussion. Like, it, it's not me, it's the policy. It's not yeah. personal, it's yeah. the policy. But I think we both had task forces slash teams that, yes. um, you know, you definitely want to have one that is focused on, like, academics, instruction, school improvement type things. Yep. Um, you definitely want to have one, particularly elementary, but probably secondary, too, that, you know, surround behavior. Um, and then also community and culture of some sort. Yeah. And then I had one too, um, particularly for emergency preparedness. Yeah. Always after, um, drills, I would get a lot of feedback. Um, and you don't ha you don't have to be the sole person that takes those opinions and takes that feedback and makes a decision. You can say, Oh, thanks for that information. Add it to your agenda for yep. your next meeting for whatever category that it falls under. Right. Um, it doesn't have to just be you. And I would really encourage you to start shared decision-making with teams. Yep. And I think it's really important then. I just had this discussion with a building who was looking at redoing um, some of their teams. And it was really important to then have the conversation of how we put people on the teams. Mm -hmm. Um obviously to their strengths and interests, but also thinking about how to make sure that we have horizontal alignment yep. with our teams. Yep. We have vertical alignment with our teams. Absolutely. And our teams are kind of governed by a leading team. Yep. And then how things kind of funnel back and forth from the lead team yep. out and vice versa. I did the same thing. Had a lead of each of my task forces and then all of those leads um, met separately to I, kind of discuss a, a, a bigger vision, right, and a bigger plan for the building. I think maybe that mentality of staying in your lane maybe signifies the systematic problem of people not knowing where... Where their lane is. Right. No, I think this or is... Or where their yeah, voice is. I think this... There, there's definitely a soul side to this in terms of it is really hard not to take things personally oh. and not to be defensive. Right. But I think there's definitely a systems piece of making the decision-making process for your building very visible yep. um, and a little bit more concrete. The other piece that I'll caveat with that, um, that I, I had to share this with this team too, is this takes years to develop yes. these effective teams. Yes. So you put them in place, awesome, and it's still going to feel like people aren't staying in their lanes, Agreed. people aren't using the teams for the right things. Because it takes a little bit. The teams don't have purpose. Like It takes a while, so give yeah. yourself the freedom to do that. And also to really label it for teachers as like, you guys want... To share your thoughts, this is how we do yes. that. I think that it's also really important to think through, because I feel like there's proactive decisions, right, that take some sort of planning, uh -huh. and then there's also reactive decisions, right. right? So you have reactive decisions that you're probably having to make in the heat of the moment. Yes. And my soul side here says that when you have those reactive decisions and somebody brings you an opinion, likely disagreeing with the way that you handled it, no. you have a couple of different responses, right? And you have to be objective and you have to reflect. So Is walking away and slamming the door a response? No. Okay. <laughs> I would never. 
But I do think that, you know, you make a decision. Let's say it's a regarding behavior. I feel like that's a really common or one. Or parents. Parents, that you you make a, a decision that makes a teacher mad with, with a discipline issue. They, they don't feel supported. And you, you have to, one, reflect and think, do I agree with the staff member or do I not? Did mm-hmm. I make the right decision or could my decision have used a tweak? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if... If you really stand by your decision, I think you have every right to explain that decision to staff. And I used to tell staff at the beginning of the year, hey, I'm going to make a lot of decisions. If you disagree with one, particularly on behavior, you're wondering why I suspended or why I didn't suspend or why I... Please come ask me. Yep. Please do not go to your teammates and colleagues and complain about my decision Please come ask me why I made it. And no one probably ever did that then. You know, they it, never it, took, it took a little while. It probably took accountability. But I do feel like by the end, you know, people were coming and saying, hey, I just want to know why this student got suspended for doing this and my student didn't get suspended for doing this. Yeah, there's kind of two things that I was thinking before you started that, which aligns, is one is like, as the leader, you do have... If people are bringing you opinions, that probably means your decision-making process isn't as clear. And not always, but the follow-through piece is something you need to examine. Like, yes. how are you providing follow-through on decision-making oh, when and it impacts I, them? And it's hard. It is, but, like, beyond just saying this is what's happening, are you taking the time to sit yeah. with that staff member and explain why to the points that you can? Yeah, because sometimes stuff is happening so fast yes. during the day. And so... Yes. How often are you looping back around? Yeah. I had a conversation with a principal about something that like was a little bit legal, not anything that they had done or not done, just they wanted to give guidance. And it stayed with me after our initial conversation. So I looped back around just to make sure the next morning that our conversation was clear. Right. Because there could have been a lack of clarity. And I just was like, hey, can we talk about that again? What did you take away from that conversation? Just to make sure that it was what that it I was wanted. what it yeah yeah and, and it was really good to do that and it was just taking time to do that. The other thing that I think is really important, what Christy was talking about, is if you're very clear about, I want you to come to me when you disagree, and here are the right ways to do it. Like yes. not in a staff meeting, maybe not in not front of publicly, a parent, not yeah. But if you're really clear on that, and you still hear people are not doing that. What is your level of accountability there? Mm-hmm. I have had moments where it got back to me that someone was really upset and they hadn't come to me about it. And I had to decide, is this worth me going and saying, hey, I heard you were upset. Let's mm-hmm. have this conversation. Um, next time I don't want to hear about it from someone else. I'd rather hear about it directly from you. Or is it one of those things that like you're going to give them the grace they were venting. You're assuming you've they've moved on. So it's one of those things that only you know, and it's based on your relationship with that yep. person. It's based on and the, the severity the culture of, of the build. Yeah, yep, the culture the, of the building, the severity of the issue. Yep. But I think you have to hold yourself accountable to have those really uncomfortable conversations yep. sometimes if people aren't using yep. their voice in the right way. So that's kind of the first response, right? Somebody brings you an opinion, and you think you're right, and and you're steadfast that you are you made the correct decision the other I think side of it is that you reflect and you realize I didn't make the fully right decision right um, or you could have done something better in the decision making process or the fallout of it and I think that come and I think that it's okay to tell somebody that like I've had to say I didn't handle that correctly. I held that kid too mm-hmm. long. The kid mm-hmm. maybe should have been sent home earlier, or I shouldn't have allowed a parent to 
go so far or whatever it might have been. And I think it's okay to apologize. And then I also think it's okay to also start to take things back to teams. Like, hey, I've had a lot of, like, use complaints and use opinions as data. If you're getting a lot of behavior complaints about the way you're handling discipline, that is something for your behavior team to start unpacking proactively. How can we put proactive measures and structures in place so our principal isn't making these hard decisions and quote-unquote bad decisions over and over. Well, I also think there's some underlying thing that will always be at the bottom of differences of opinions, and one is probably communication. Mm -hmm. So even if you didn't make the wrong decision, because I don't – it was probably you didn't have all the information. Information that you needed. Right? So, like, is there a way that you can slow the process, the decision process making down so that you can get more information? Is there a way for you to tell, talk to the teacher and say, you need to give me this information sooner? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what I don't know. Um, and so, I think that is definitely something, too, as you... I don't know about you, but as I matured in the principal process, Mm -hmm. I was more comfortable making decisions more slowly. Yes. And I think that in the beginning, I wanted to make quick decisions. Have it wrapped up. Wrap it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be able to go back to that teacher at the end of the day and say, this was the decision that was made. Right. um, Where I wish I would have slowed down earlier. Yep. I also have found, besides communication, there's some degree of like, honesty when you're having those disagreeing when you're having someone share an opinion of you saying I need to set before you start please know I may not be able to adjust my decision based on what you share with me Mm -hmm. but I'm going to listen and let you know whether or not I might not be able to do what you want me to do. Yep. Because sometimes it's not just a difference of opinion. You have seven different differences oh, of opinions. And, and so you're not going to make, you're, you're literally going to not make six of them happy. No. And you are the, you're the leader and you were chosen for a reason. Right. And you not only have to answer to teachers, but you answer to students. You answer to board right. policy, Schools are central complex, office. And changing Attorneys. one thing impacts nine yeah. others. And so it's okay. Um, and I have to say this a lot in my new role. Give myself the grace of saying, I might not be able to leave this conversation with you feeling like you got the solution you wanted, but I, but please leave this conversation knowing you were heard and Mm -hmm. that's the best I can do. That's a really good line. Sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that at the core of this scenario is kind of a trust factor Mm -hmm. and excuse me. I really like the work of Wayne K. Hoy. Oh, I like his he name. He does. I know. He does Wayne. a lot of work on trust in schools, along with he's done a, like, a lot of collaborative work with uh, Megan Shannon Moran. And so he kind of says that there's three pillars of trust in a school, and it's like faculty trust in the colleague, their own colleagues, uh-huh. right? Faculty trust in their clients, which is students and families, uh-huh. and then faculty trust in the principal. And if you're getting a lot of opinions that negate the decisions that you've made, it sounds like there's probably a lack of trust yep. between faculty and principal. Yep. And so to be proactive and turn that ship, it's not just going to, you can't just defend every single individual opinion. Nope. You have to put some shared decision making protocols in right. place and and really strong teams. And we have a, a pod on teams we already. Um, and I can probably link that in the show notes. And then also it might be time to kind of update our team pod and yeah, do another one so. about our, our how to how to create strong teams in your building. I think so. I think at the bottom of all of that, it just goes down to like your systems of communication and follow through. And if trust is lacking, sorry, I can't stop looking at myself when there's a reflection. I just always have to. You guys, I just, for those of you listening in the car, I just continue to look at myself in our video. And, and fix her hair. It, that is up in the ponytail. <laughs> um, 
Um, anyways, it, it's important to look at the structures of communication and um, that you have in place because if trust is broken, there's probably a break in, breakdown in communication somewhere. Just Right Reader is the decodable text company for schools who want to increase reading achievement for their phonics learners. Purchase now so your students and teachers have access to books that are aligned to the science of reading research with a clear phonics continuum, beautiful illustrations with fun stories that represent America's diverse students, and a QR code on each book that provides a mini lesson in both English and Spanish. Just Right Reader libraries have a place in each of your classroom with packs of six books that come for small group instruction and take-home packs that fuel family engagement. Both of these products come in both English and Spanish. Check out JustWriteReader.com to increase reading achievement for your students today. That's all I got. That's all I got. What's the, from the desk at the modern principle? I think when we try to kind of wrap up all of the concepts today, that it boils down to when staff are sharing their opinions, you've got to consider them objectively and not personally. Mm Mm-hmm. And we need to be grateful that they feel safe enough to share those thoughts and opinions with us, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. Right. <laughs> but also taking that those opinions, looking at patterns, and really consider how a shared decision-making model can, can aid in our decision-making and our communication with staff. Love it. Thanks for joining us today on the Modern Principal Podcast. If you enjoyed today's pod, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. You can find out more on our website at www.themodernprincipal.com or Instagram at The Modern Principal. Bye!